Hello everyone, my name is JD, and this is another episode of On the Lighter Side of Life. Here we go, we're taking off again for another week, <laughs> so grab on here. This is going to be a little different this time. I got asked today, what's the most best season to live in North Dakota? And I'm not a snowbird, you know, uh, if it's white, I'm not a big keen person of it. Uh, most of the people up here, if they start seeing the colors brown and green, they're happy, okay? We see so much white up here, and a lot of people don't understand that, that we get a lot. Our winters up here are long, so there's a lot of times that we get lots and lots of snow. So when I talked to this guy, I told him, hey, if I, if I can step out the door and it's green or it's brown or whatever, if it's when it's brown, that means summer's coming, okay? Um when it's green, that means summer's here, guys. So that's the best time of the season to come up here and to come visit and to, to even to live here. It's it's a great, great place to be. But uh, the winters, <laughs> let's just be honest, they just kind of suck. You know, I don't know anybody that loves 40 below, for heaven's sakes, before wind chill. So, yeah, North Dakota, not the place to be in the wintertime, I'm telling you. So, and I, I ran into um, uh, one of the guys that I work with. He's like 27, 28 years old, not been married very, very long, and um, found out the other day that his wife's going to have their first baby. And this kid walked around like the, the, the cock of the walk kind of deal, you know, hey, uh, look what I did. And he's so proud of what he did. And I told him, I said, wait a minute here. You do realize that you're not the only one that can do that, you know, I mean, it's I know it seems special, but you're not the only guy that can do this. And he's, nope, nope, I did this, and he's proud of it. And I tried to explain to him, as time goes on and the further that she gets along, like when she's six months along and it's hard for her to get up and she gets the, uh, the, 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 the like the night sweats kind of deal, the one minute they're hot, next minute they're cold. It's kind of like them going through menopause. You know, I think it just gives them a little bit of um, – a preview of what's to come, you know, and as like I said, they, they get these cravings. Uh, when my wife was pregnant with our third kid, she woke me up at two in the morning to go pick up burritos. Okay. At two in the morning, we were living in Vegas and out there you taco bells and stuff like that. They're open 24 hours a day. They used to be back in the seventies, but, um, yeah, she's going to have cravings. And, and my wife, uh, she had them. I mean, with all of the kids, she just, she had cravings. One kid she'd have cravings with, she wanted to eat, you know, like two or three pounds of oranges a day. And then the next one, it was all watermelon, you know? So it did. <laughs> and then they get these cravings for like Mexican food. She loves Mexican food, still does to this day. But at two in the morning, you wake me out of a sound sleep to go get burritos. Okay. So I told him, I says, hang on, she's going to start getting cravings and she's going to like you. She's going to think you're the greatest thing since apple pie right up till the day she walks in that delivery room. Because if you stand more than an, an arm's length close to her, she's ready just to break your neck because of what she's kind of going through. Because uh, they, they get this look like I would hit you with a hammer if I could get off the table kind of deal. So it's kind of crazy. And, and I'm trying to prepare him for all of this stuff. You know, it's a great thing. Having kids is terrific. But as the woman goes along, they go through a lot of changes, and everybody knows that. And the the bigger she gets, the more you're not her best friend, because all of a sudden she lost that real skinny, 
figure that she had before she got pregnant. And so, yeah, hang on, people. <laughs> I told him this isn't going to get any better. And then come to find out, uh, when I saw him today, his dad told him the same thing. You know, said, just hang on. I remember when your mother was pregnant with you guys. Yeah, it was great the first six months. Not a problem. No big deal. Uh, but after that, yeah, things begin to really, really change. I mean, they their feet swell, for heaven's sakes, and they complain about that, you know. So everything begins to swell up. They begin to get bigger. All of a sudden, the blue jeans they were wearing, they don't fit. So you better get ready to go buy some maternity clothes. And the baby stuff nowadays, my lands, that stuff's expensive. Go and buy on a crib or a bassinet or whatever you're going to put this child in. Even car seats are two and $300 a pop. If you get the really, really good ones, supposedly, um, I just stuck mine on the roof of super glue and they were good. You know, I just, <laughs> it was no big deal back in the day, you know, but, uh, yeah, it, hang on kid. Cause your, your wallet is, you know, I mean, he drives a really nice truck and he's got this really fancy Camaro that, oh yeah, he went and bought, uh, yeah, hang on because that Camaro is probably going to go bye-bye or something is because you're going to have to give cause you're. You just welcome to the caravan age, dude. I'm telling you, you're going to buy a van or an SUV for that family. And he's going, no, no. Oh, yeah, yeah. She'll change your mind, I'm telling you. <laughs> Especially if you start having more than one. Yeah, things are going to change for you. And speaking of change, I had a change today that just blew me away. There's this lady. Uh, she was in her 60s, and so was her husband. And I was making a delivery today, and she walked up to me with her whole family there. Her brother was there, her sister, cousins, husband, the whole bit, right? I'm making a delivery there, and she come up to me, and this is, quote, verbatim. She walked up to me and said, oh, my God, you look like Eric Clapton. Now, if anybody knows me, Eric Clapton ain't even in the ballpark with me, okay, in the sense that we do not look alike. We are not brothers. We have not ever seen each other. But she stood there and told me for 10 minutes how much I I look so much like Eric Clapton, and I don't. And if anybody knows, has ever met me or, or friends with me or whatever, they know that I look nothing like Eric Clapton. And her husband looked at her like, have you lost your mind? And I'm looking at him like, that too is she okay i mean um yeah eric clapton is is i mean great guy great musician the whole bit i've i've got his music but i do not look like this guy so no 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 i'm not eric clapton okay and i don't even look like him so he stood there and he just asked her says did you take your meds you know and she says well i'm always on my meds and he and he looked at me and i kid you not he looked at me and he goes that's it right there. <laughs> and I started laughing and I I just thought, okay, she's on her medication. That must be some good stuff for her to look at me and think that I'm, I'm I look so much like Eric Clapton. And then, uh, I just hope he never hears this because <laughs> he'll be going, really? Yeah, no, dude. They're... So anyway, yeah. Yeah. What, what's your meds? I guess, you know, it's just <laughs> kind of a funny thing. I'd, Eric Clapton, me. No, no, J.D. does not look like Eric Clapton at all, at all. Uh, I had a guy also ask me, one of the guys that that I was working with that we were just talking about that's having a baby, and he he asked me what it was like for being married so long. And and I said, you know what? Let me give you a little insight on 
43 years of being with somebody, okay? I, I don't even buy my clothes. I really don't. My wife does, and then she she labels them and numbers them. It's like B2 and G5. It's like a big bingo game in my side of the closet, okay? Because when you're married to a guy that's colorblind, and this is how crazy she is. We When we're going to paint something in the house, okay, she'll get two colors. And where I'm colorblind at is if you've got two shades that are really close together, by the way they look, okay? She'll come over to me and go, which one do you want to, which one do you think looks better? I don't know. I'm colorblind for heaven's sakes. I can tell the difference between red, green, okay, and yellow. So I can drive by a, a, a truck or a car or anything like that. I can get, I've got my license legally, but you start getting shades that are real close together. And she does this and she sits back and she laughs. You know, she thinks that's so cute and so funny. That she brings up two shades and goes, here you go, baby. Uh, which one do you think? This color of blue or this color of blue? Man, they look the same to me. Just pick one, okay? I don't care. I'm just the guy that applies it. I'm not the one that buys it, okay? Period. That's just the way it is. I don't even buy my own clothes, for heaven's sakes. I really don't. And that's no joke. Because uh, if I go out and buy something, it's just a blue shirt and a pair of blue jeans. And I'm good. But no. Uh, between four girls and, and your wife, no, they buy the clothes. But I kid you, I haven't bought clothes in so long, I don't even know what it's like to even buy clothes anymore. I, you know, I can't complain. I mean, I tried living alone. We all know that didn't work out. So, you know, you get married and you start having kids and then you discover that uh, they don't like what you wear. <laughs> so you, they go buy it. I said, well, hell, you go buy the daggum stuff. And she and they do, in the, but they have to number code so I know the right stuff to put on, you know, like B2 goes with B2, okay? Don't take a B2 and put it with a G10. I got a bingo game, I kid you not, going on in my closet, okay? The only thing that I can pick out that I don't get in trouble for is white socks. Now, I can do that and not get in trouble, but there is a flip side to that. Don't wear, if you're having to get dressed up like in a suit because you're going to a wedding or something like that, don't wear the white socks, okay? My colored socks, again, are labeled and colored for me. I mean, they got numbers on them. <laughs> so that's how sad this is. I'm a pathetic thing here. It's just when you're colorblind, you don't realize that certain shades, when they when they all get close together, that everything just kind of falls apart, you know, because you'll put on the wrong stuff. And Because I've done that. I've put on a, a dark pair of pants where I thought were black. And I'm wearing a dark shirt and come to find out that dark shirt is a really dark brown. And they're going like, Dad, you're not going to go out like that, are you? Well, yeah. What the hell's wrong with it? It's not, they don't match, Dad. They don't go, <laughs> they don't go together. So, yeah, it's just not, not a good thing for me. Okay. So, yeah, everything's color-coded. And that's what I tried to tell this kid. As you get older, the decisions that you think that you're going to make, well, just let that go from your mind, kid. Because you can either be happy or you can be right. And you would prefer... You would prefer to be right 110%. Because <laughs> I'm telling you, you don't want to be wrong. <laughs> Unless you like the couch. I guess if you want to, to kind of argue, you, you'll be on the couch a lot or in your recliner or whatever. But I'm just telling you from experience, okay? Because I've made the same silly mistakes everybody does when they're freshly just brand new and been married and it's been just a year or two. Yeah. You know, the guy thinks that, yep, well, I'm, I'm going to run this house. No, you're not. Just let that thought go out of your head because it ain't going to happen. You know, if you're going to be married very long for a long period of time and ask anybody that's been married more than two years, um, 
if you're <clears throat> how that all works for you okay so yeah there you go <laughs> just let that go you might as well let it go early because if not it's going to be like pulling teeth to get you to change over but she will work on you and she will get you to to do it her way because they'll find a, your, your weak spot and i'm telling you once they find that the girls take that and they'll tattoo it on their brain and it stays there forever. It is never let go on. So they'll use their cute little way of this is how we're going to get this done. And it works. That's just a, that's the scary, silly part about it. And once you figure that out, you're going like, how did she do that? You know, I mean, my wife can sit here and go, I'm getting a little cold. So I just get up and turn the air conditioner off. She doesn't have to ask me to. I just get up and go do it. Here, baby, I'll just turn the air conditioner off. And she goes... Oh, well, thank you. Yeah, I'm, I was a little chilly, you know, and, I, and I've been sitting in my chair watching TV, watching one of my favorite shows, and she's going, are you thirsty? I get up and get two bottles of water, and I wasn't even thirsty, for heaven's sakes, okay? So, kid, grab on and hang on, because your life's fixing to change, okay? And it's just barely getting started, I'm telling you. So, yeah, and they when they do stuff like that, it's just it's phenomenal how they can I don't know, put us in a tranche, I guess. You know, we they talk about being trained. Oh, my gosh. I am just trained 110%, you know. <laughs> just, yes, ma'am. <laughs> but they, 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 they're sneaky. They don't do it. They don't give you an order. They just, you know, they make a suggestion, and you end up doing what they wanted anyway. So, yeah, I've done that for eons, and I don't even think nothing about it anymore. I just get up and turn the heater on or turn the air on or whatever the deal is. And I just keep moving forward. And if you talk to an older guy that's been married for a long time, he'll tell you the same identical thing. I'm telling you. Okay. And Hey, we've got, you know, we got a holiday weekend coming up here next weekend. Uh, exactly a week from today. Uh, the holiday weekend is going to be a three day weekend, the 4th of July. And that's a redneck privilege. Like you wouldn't believe because we're going to break out the old bug light and we're going to sit around and watch stuff get zapped, and we're going to bring up the old uh, uh, watering trough and fill it full of water, and we're going to sit in the middle of it with a big old uh, inner tube. You know, We're just going to be kicking back, drinking sweet tea, and we're going to be having uh, beer, if that's what you guys choose to do. That's what rednecks do. We'll sit around and sit around in that little old hot trough back there, and we're just going to be just kicking back and taking it easy, and we're going to be watching the old bug zapper do its thing, You know, because rednecks, we like things that are shiny, we like things that got zap other stuff, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, we're just going to kick back. We've got a great big holiday weekend coming up. It's a three-day weekend this year, believe it or not. Um, if anybody gets those particular days off, more power to you and just enjoy the heck out of it. You know, we're going to break out the barbecue and the whole bit. And, yeah, you'll be seeing me sitting around watching my bug zapper do its little thing and just having a good time and drinking my tea and I think I will break out the trough this year. I, you know, the wife kind of hates it when I break that silly thing out, but I'll fill it full of water like tomorrow or whatever, and then we'll just turn around and wait for it to kind of warm up because rednecks don't do cold water, I'm telling you, because mm, no, not me. And then we'll sit around this next weekend and just have a really, really good time. So just everybody just kind of hang on. So that's the end of this particular program. And if anybody's got anything they want to send to us, remember our email address. It's jd.podcast1 at yahoo.com. And this has been another episode of On the Lighter Side of Life. Everybody have a good day.